I, I made up my mind. And I was like, no, this cannot happen because I know exactly what she was getting ready to, you know, what she would have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was to um, have me to get rid of my mm-hmm. son. Did she call yeah. you when she didn't see you at service? Well, she didn't call me, mm-hmm. but she had the members to uh, go looking for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, they were looking for us. Mm-hmm. It was like I was so afraid because she came around. They came around. They were knocking on people's door, you know, trying to find out. You know, they were like, I know you are, you know, you guys are in there. And, you know, the devil is going to kill you. That's and, weird. oh, yeah, they start. I mean, literally, I was, I was absolutely scared. For my oh life, my I was gosh. absolutely devastated and scared for, for my your life. Actual, what? Literal life. For my life. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies, real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, guys, welcome back to Acts 2 and 42 podcast. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, definitely check out the video. We're here with Dr. Karen Hutchins. Um, we also have my wife, Sheree, and Hello. Terry Neal in the studio. Hey, hey. And Nicole. Nicole. And you are? I am a graphic designer. A graphic designer. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and we will, we will see some of her work here shortly. Um, but just to give you guys a little insight as to what we're doing, uh, we've got... Uh, Dr. Hutchins, Karen, uh, we have her with us today. She has a very um, unique story, a message that definitely has to be told uh, and discussed in the body. Um, some, some good and bad practices that, that you need to be aware of and you need to be empowered and strengthened and definitely encouraged to go the right direction. So uh, just to give a little background, Terry Neal, you did, you did her uh, photography uh, for a book she was working on and, and is now out, I believe. And getting talking about her experience, you said, "Wow, we have to, we have to get bring Absolutely. this to the podcast." Yeah, yeah, man. So, um, uh, Karen, I mean, if you would give us a little background about who you are and and you know what you have for us. Well, thank you, Keith. Um, thank you all for having me. Um, yeah, I'm Karen Hutchins, and uh, originally from Belize, Central America. Oh, yes, yeah. from from the islands, and um, migrated to the U.S. in 1984. And so been out in the U.S. for quite some time and met my husband a year later after migrating to the U.S. And uh, Norman Hutchins and I became married and from Los Angeles, California, came to the beautiful (laughs) state of Delaware. (laughs) Of Delaware. Um, And um, birthed, you know, Frontline Ministries. And uh, we've been pastoring Frontline Ministries for 15 years now. It's doing very, very, very well, and which is how I met Nicole. And uh, I just, um, just grateful to you know know God as my Lord and Savior. And um, here we are today. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, if anyone ever has a question, you want to jump in, go ahead. Feel free. Um, you too, Nicole. She says she's a spectator. She says she's a spectator, but there's no spectators in the body of Christ. Thank you. Thank you. That is not a ministry. Jump right in. Right, right. Right. Thank you. Side note: If you do have something you'd like to jump in, just speak into Karen's mic. Okay. Anything, guys, or you want to dive into her experience? I say let's 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 get after it. 
Okay. Yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> All right. So, so what, what, um, what did you go through? What, what type of experience, you know, tell the audience, you know, what you experienced and, and give us that story if you could. Well, um, to give a brief background, uh, coming from Belize, Central America, I was born into a um, Catholic background. Okay. And so we attended the Catholic church and uh, we were raised to pray to Mary. Mm -hmm. You know, we did the Hail Mary, Rose, mm -hmm. you know, Rosary and all of that um, and never really knew that it was Jesus who actually died on the cross. Oh, yeah. I didn't find that out until I actually came to California. I so didn't. Being in in Catholic in the Catholic mm -hmm. religion, they didn't even they didn't teach you guys that. That's English. what I was gonna ask. No, no, they did not. I always no, wondered. Like, I was like, familiar yeah. that Mary was a central figure. Yeah, she really acknowledged is. more, but I had no idea that someone right. could be raised Catholic, which is believed to be Christian. It is, and right? not know that but, Christ died. Yeah, I always wondered yes. why they never. Yeah, like, the emphasis them. and everything was always, you know about Mary and on her. And so we prayed to her faithfully and all of that. And so um, after coming to the knowledge that Jesus actually was the one that died, you know, for us and all that. And uh, I was like, okay, well, if this Jesus is real and, you know, coming to hear so many different testimonies and right. talking to different people who were saved at the time and have had a relationship with, you know, Jesus Christ, I wanted to know, you know, about him and um, begin to ask so many different questions and all of that. And I went to God myself. I went to Jesus myself. And I was like, if you're real, if you're all this who people said that you are, hey, let me know and reveal yourself to me and I will serve you to the, you know, for the rest of my life. Right. Wow. And ever since then, yeah. that's just how, you know, the journey started. Um Thank my God. brother, I know, right? <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Yeah. My brother actually, my oldest brother introduced us to Christendom. Um we were we started going to church and um, in Cali in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, kind of gaining a little knowledge and all of that. And years later, I connected with a friend of mine um, that uh, we actually worked together, and and she was already involved in this church by the time I connected with her. Um, she became a friend of mine through my sister. And so we all would meet and, you know, talk about the Lord and have Bible study and all of that. And so she invited me to her church and I was, you know, grateful to even attended her church. So I started going to a church, but it was interesting to me because they were having church in a, at a house as opposed to a building. Now you got to understand mm -hmm. coming from that Catholic background yep. and the yeah. stuff where I came from, I'm like, okay, where's the building? Yeah. You know, Cause we have the most beautiful Catholic buildings. Right. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Right. so anyway, so I went to visit the very first time and, um, my son and I, and upon visiting, um, it was very different. And I was like, okay, I guess if this is, you know, the yeah. path that this Jesus want me to take, you know, mm -hmm. to come to know him and know about him, yeah. I'm willing to go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, we actually, you know, service got started and, you know, and things were looking, you know, pretty good and all of that. And, um, as a matter of fact, the word was awesome, mm -hmm. but what was also strange is that, well, when I got in there, she never even explained to me that it wasn't the husband that was in charge. Okay. She never said that it was the wife. So when I got in there and after, you know, once the person, you know, the wife got up to 
preach. I was like, okay. I said, why didn't the husband get up to preach? So anyway, I left all those questions until later on. So mm -hmm. when I asked her, she was like, well, according to what the wife and the husband explained to her is that the husband never really accepted and wanted to accept his calling. And so she wanted to. And so he was fine with her accepting, the wife accepting her calling. Mm -hmm. And so she's the one that runs the, the spiritual aspect of the ministry and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was strange as well to be able to see a woman, you know, preaching and, you know, in the being in the pulpit because that was like, I mean, kind of like a no-no from what I was even told and, you know, and the Catholic religion yeah. and mm -hmm. as well as what I was told from other people, you know. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a woman, you know, preach. So that was like the first time I had even seen a woman preach. And uh, so the message was good. Everything went well for that first time. And then, you know, starting to get a little excited here because I'm like, okay, I'm on this great journey, wanting to get to know God and all of that. And um, my next visit is when um, I had uh, earlier that day, I had been singing this song, you know, um, in my spirit, you know, Andre Crouch mm -hmm. wrote this song, you know, take me back, take me back dear Lord to the place where I first received you and all mm -hmm. of that. And so, um, that song kept, you know, reiterating, rehearsing in my spirit. And so that night when I went to service, the pastor actually was singing the song wow. 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 and I was like, wow. I said, this got to be God. Yeah. Now, you got to know. <laughs> now, at that time, I must admit, I knew nothing about the Holy Spirit or anything of that, you know, of that nature, because I was I had not even been taught, you know, about the Holy Spirit. So I didn't I wasn't even filled with the Holy Spirit at that time. And so I was like, wow, I said. This God is real, you know, I mean, for her to know, because nobody else would have known, not even my son. And so I was like, OK, so I'm like really good now. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and join. And um, I shared the, you know, the experience with my friend at the end of service and just crying and just feeling, I guess, the spirit of God, you know, over me and all of that. And um, she called me, the pastor called the following day and she was like, um, I want to get to know more about you and who you are and all of that. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, we did have the conversation and she basically, I mean, just the things that she mentioned, I was like, wow, this Jesus requires a whole lot out of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when I was in the Catholic church, it was like, all I had to do, if I sin, I just had to go, right. you know, that following Sunday right. and, you know, confess my sins to the priest. And I was back out in the club. Sunday night. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Ooh. I was like, okay, he requires a whole lot. And so, um, <laughs> needless to say, I was like, wow. So, you know, she began to kind of, you know, share with me about the ministry and, you know, some of the things that she believed my life is going to have to now go through. And yeah. she kind of asked me questions, you know, like if I was married, you know, have children. And uh, she met Sheldon and, you know, um, and so I kind of shared with her and, Sheldon, you know, told her your, at that time, son? my son. Your yes, son, okay. there you go. And um, I shared with her about my husband because my husband at that time was not saved. Okay. He's not the current husband that I do have now. Gotcha. This is my second marriage. And so um, and so she began to tell me, well, you know, certain things that was not good and um, that, you know, when you're on a journey that, you know, like I was on, 
Um, you have to be careful of the people that you're around, you know, whether they're your family or your friends, you know, that because if not, you will begin to become contaminated. You know, and you have to be careful not to be contaminated because they'll take you back to where, you know, where you were and all of that. And I was like, okay. So now I begin to ask her, like, you know, like, what, tell me, what I, what do I need to do here? And that's when she told me, you know, she broke the news to me and told me that, um, um, that if my husband wasn't saved, that I needed to separate myself from my husband and, um, you know, and begin to live with brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. So I was telling her, I said, so I asked her, I said, so you're telling me that I need to leave my family, my husband, mm-hmm. and to, you know, to follow Christ and whatever. She was like, yeah, well, this is what it's going to take, you know, for you to, um, for God to do whatever it is that he has to do in your life. You got to be separated from all of that. We couldn't even listen to worldly music, you know, secular music mm-hmm. is what they call it, you know, but we couldn't even listen to that at all. All we had to do was just hear gospel, even going to work and all of that. It's like, we couldn't, you know, if you were going to turn your radio on or mm-hmm. play a CD, it just, everything was just, you know, about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they also made us feel like, um, they also made us feel like we were, kind of like a secluded kind of, you know, group of people different from everybody else, you know? And I was like, wow. I mean, again, it was, it was scary, but at the same time, because I wanted to know who this God is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I guess I'm willing to, you yeah, know, like sacrifice and go wherever I need to go to get to know this Jesus, you know? Yeah. Um On that note, I do want to say, I want to caution people that when you are a babe in Christ, you certainly, certainly want to be careful of the steps that you do take because you are most vulnerable at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, for the enemy to send people, you know, like this pastor that I had, you know, in your life and across your path. Um, You, it's better to get to know God through his word the yeah. word of God has been provided for us to get to know him. Uh, the word of God has everything that we will ever need to know. Um, once you begin to seek and study the word of the face of God and study the word of God, you begin to get an understanding because God will begin to reveal himself to you, just right. like he revealed himself to a preacher and anyone else. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, is she, is she use scripture? Ab- absolutely. Yeah, it was, I mean. I can Probably show you the scriptures in the, in the Bible. Yeah. That's right. But, she that's, did. Uh, my but guess was, was sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's it's just, it's more uh, dogma. You know, like yes. like with the Catholics, for instance, there's a lot gotcha. of traditions in dogma that right. aren't expressly written in scripture. Right. It's tradition. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and there's some of that too, but unfortunately the, the, what makes it worse is when they're using the scriptures out of context right. and appropriately. Right. And so you feel like heavy yeah. conviction. Right. And then to That's use it. that and 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 use words like having people, mm-hmm. especially people that you love, contaminate. Right. That's a heavy word. Yeah. That's so powerful. when you're using yeah. scriptures and words like contaminate, right. that plays on you spiritually and mentally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She didn't. She didn't Absolutely. mention that uh, Paul wrote to the Corinthians that if you have an unbelieving spouse. She never mentioned not that. Not to put away yeah. the unbelieving right. spouse. It's a whole. They'll be sanctified right. through you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I mean, it's like it would again, mm. knowing what I know now, she didn't really they didn't really use any of that. Yeah. They just did not. Yep. They just didn't. Um, and it took me a while to even get to find out because the people that were there that were a part of the ministry, they didn't really speak of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not um 
it's like they I guess they were just not to inform anyone else as far as what was really going on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. because by the time I found out that none of them, all of them there had left their husbands, they were all married. Wow. Oh. There were only a few like single ones that, you know, there, but for the most part, they were all married and they had left their spouses. Um, even the children, if the children kind of misbehave or, you know, did something that they were not supposed to do, like cut up in school and get in trouble in school, you, they, they wanted, the pastor will ask that you would either send them to their father or send them to a family member to take care of them. Oh, man. Yes, absolutely. So they would separate not just wives from husbands. Oh, they were separating children from anybody. Yeah, mothers. they wanted you from case, children from mothers. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, again, I think um, what they did was use the word of God out of context, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, and so, it, you know, the importance as well, apart from salvation, is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, we must be filled with the Holy Spirit because that's how God lead and guide us. Mm -hmm. You know, when the Holy, when um, God speaks, he's not speaking to our flesh. You know, he speaks to our spirit man. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's, a, that, that's definitely vital, you know, for a believer. It's so, certainly so, vital. So my question is, how does, how does a babe, uh, when they hear scriptures such as come out from among them, be ye separated, mm -hmm. you know, when... when you know, when they're using scriptures like that, you know, to, to teach you mm -hmm. that you need to come out from mm -hmm. among the worldly folks, mm -hmm. even if that even if it's your husband and be separated, how does how does a babe um survive those scriptures? Um and I guess I guess I want to say uh how do they handle that? Because when once again when you hear the word and the word makes it plain that right. be separated right. from Mm -hmm. Right. You know, but you still end up, you know, in this in this in this particular situation. Well, I would like to say how a babe interprets that mm -hmm. would be would be the would be the question to really ask, um, because the word is just the word all by itself. So how I basically learned the word of God and how it was ministered to me and ministered to me effectively, it was through Bible study and Sunday school mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to correct the wrong. There you go. Right. I was right. going to say, like you were saying earlier, um, actually looking yourself and reading yourself, you would figure out the truth or God would reveal it to you because it also says be in the world but not of it. So I didn't right. say take yourself out. Like, you know, there you go. But if they you know, look yourself, you can see that. And, Absolutely. You know, I thought Absolutely. about what you said about the family. Um, like, like her basically breaking up families or whatever. Yeah. You know, I think that's like one of Satan's major goals is to break up family, knowing mm -hmm. God wants family. Like it know? is. So it even is. now to this day, we see like whole like tactics for families to not out of develop. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He he definitely divides. Um he divides the family and it's be, it, you know and it's interesting because family is one of the institutions that God mm -hmm. created. You know, Absolutely. and that's just how yeah. important family. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You know, and that's just how important families are. But he knows what's to you know, he knows what to target. Yeah. You know, because again, you know, by him targeting the husband, you know, yeah. um, he automatically affects the wife and the children. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, so he does. He really does. And and um and so and anyway, I pray I pray that that answered, you know, your question <laughs> yeah. when it comes to when it comes to a babe. A babe needs to, you know, be fed like it's just like a natural baby. Mm -hmm. They don't just go to meat. 
when they're born, yeah. you know, they're fed with meat, with food that they can eat, yeah. you know, that they can, um, that can properly. digest proper. There you go. That they can digest properly. Um, that is suitable for them, yeah. you know? And so a babe, you know, should understand that, um, it's important to, you know, to be taken, uh, through those baby steps, mm -hmm. you know, by again, I would, I would recommend Bible study, Sunday school. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I know a lot of Sunday school is probably like almost obsolete now when it comes yeah. to certain ministries, mm -hmm. but those are very mm -hmm. important things. They yeah. really, mm -hmm. really are when it comes to mm -hmm. a new babe in Christ. They need to be taught the word of God. Mm -hmm. They need to be, um, and they don't need to be told and dictated to, you know, about what the word of God says, as opposed to teaching them mm -hmm. what the word of God says, you know, um, I was going to ask you, I, I'm sure you, you dealt with it in Catholicism. Mm -hmm. Um, but in this, uh, in your first Christian experience in the mm -hmm. church that you're talking about, was it, was it like, um, it's a, it's a popular philosophy that the layman, you know, non-clergy can't read and understand the scriptures for themselves. Did you experience that in either Absolutely. place? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And Do you I think, believe that? I, you know what? And I did believe it. Yeah. And that spirit is still around this day. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that was the basis for my question. Absolutely. Because, you know, if it's one thing to be a babe in, you know, I say in, in a credible church, mm -hmm. one that's teaching. Right, right. But yeah. when you're a babe in a cult, yeah. you know, we have to call it for what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. When you're a babe in a cult that has a cross on the outside of the building and yes, sir. you know they got the you know the the the, the guys up there preaching and teaching and yep. using the scriptures. Right. You know, babes' minds aren't um you know even even in the natural from the age of what what is it? Uh zero to five is the most impressionable years or something. Like Absolutely that. yeah. yeah. You know, so even the first a, twelve uh twelve stages of a child's life. Yeah, yep. you know, mm -hmm. so even as a even as a Christian babe, if you're caught up in that, you're being taught poison so how do they survive that you know and i guess mm -hmm. I, I guess that would make me ask you know how did you survive Ooh, um i must say that there are some things that god will erase mm -hmm. from your memory mm -hmm. and from your life mm -hmm. they are based on where he's taking you okay mm -hmm. Because there are still a lot of things that, there are some things that I don't even remember happened. Oh, wow. There are some things that I mm -hmm. don't remember happened. Being a part of this occult church was, um, I must say, it had its advantage and its disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Because it actually taught me a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It really did. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. It really, really did. Um, for my son, though, I, I, prayed and interceded quite a bit uh, and consistently, fervently for him because I didn't know, I never knew how he was affected by it because he was young, mm -hmm. you know. Um, when he read the book, because he didn't even understand a lot of the things that we actually experienced because of how young he was. And when he read the book, he was like, wow, mom. Yeah. He said, I didn't even know that. He said, I don't even remember. And he would never, so he read it for the first time and realized that it was when he, uh, I think he got in trouble and a note was sent home by the principal and I had to go meet, you know, with them at the school mm -hmm. concerning him. And I knew that for any of my um, 
any of the ladies to find out, you know, in the household that something had went wrong because, I mean, the, the school had the pastor's number and had all the ladies' number. At, oh you know, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, wow. They had it all, you know, I mean, set up. So um, before the principal could even call, I went ahead and I contacted him and I told him, I said, uh, I'm ready to pull my son, you know, out of the school and all of that. Because, again, that was the day that I made up my mind to get up out of the occult. Mm -hmm. Th that's what I was going to ask. What was, yeah. what was the turning point? Yeah, it was, it, it, it was that. Because for me, I love my son too much and enough to be like, God... Now, I mean, something is really wrong with this right. picture. <laughs> that's when I be, that's when I really question. For me to have to give my son up to one of my sisters or even to send him to his father, mm -hmm. I yeah, I that that's what really did it for me. I that was, was the turning like, how point. How many mothers like how like yes. so many mothers did it cuz yes. I know like you yes. know, it's hard to be away from your kid like you know yes. so mm -hmm. to just like like just Yes. Basically sacrifice your kid. Absolutely. You know, oh my God, I Absolutely. Was like, yeah. Some is. of the other ladies in there, they, well, just about all of them, they did. You know, mm -hmm. they did. Yes, they, they really did. But that was my turning point, you know, yeah. when it came to actually giving up my son, you know, to a family member or even his dad. I just, I just couldn't have it. And so doing that, they call rebellion. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to be one time I'm getting ready to rebel. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go against all odds. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I'll never forget um, when she called me a Somalian. What? Yeah, I, I, till this day, I still don't even get the gist or even understand yeah. what that was all about. You know, so it was like a few, it was me yeah, and a couple understand. of other ladies, yeah. well, that, you know. That's rough because when you think of <laughs> Somalis, like, they're, they're pirates. <laughs> they're, 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 they're terrorists. So to be reduced to a Somalian, is, yeah. I will wow. never like, forget that. Did she that. just make a mistake as far no, as No, 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 no. I don't okay. think she made a mistake because, that, again, she, it, she just didn't say it once. She said it, yeah, she wow. said it several times. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so no, you, no. So you encountered her after, like, and told her you were leaving? Right. So you, uh, okay. Right. Some people just jet. But you went like, look, this well, one, this one's gonna well, happen. No, 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 no. No, let me correct that. Okay. When she first called me a Somalian, it was prior to me leaving. It was prior to me leaving. But um great way to keep memory. That's what yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was prior to me leaving. But that night, that day when when I received the the notification from the school, I didn't go to church that night. Mm -hmm. Yes, on my way from Los Angeles to Orange County, Anaheim, California, I, I made up my mind. And I was like, no, this cannot happen. Because I know exactly what she was getting ready to, you know, what she would have done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, was to um, have me to get rid of my mm -hmm. son. Did she call yeah. you when she didn't see you at service? Well, she didn't call me, mm -hmm. but she had the members to uh, go looking for me. Mm -hmm. Oh. oh, they were looking for us. Mm -hmm. It was like I was so afraid because she came around. They came around. They were knocking on people's door, you know, trying to find out. You know, they were like, I know you are, you know, you guys are in there. And, you know, the devil is going to kill you. That's and, weird. oh, yeah, they start. I mean, literally, I was I was absolutely scared for my oh life. My I was absolutely devastated and scared. For, for my life. For your actual what? literal life. For my life. Yes, what, you, what was their motive to do that? Um, if you just get, could guess, like, what would make someone want to do that? Well, again, um, I believe the way the enemy use, you know, use people, it's like if they can get 
a group of people, you know, or anybody uh, that can believe a lie, mm -hmm. you know, that can believe a lie um, and to follow them, you know, because the way they made it seem as if though, not that they made themselves seem like they were Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't do that, yeah. which was mm -hmm. kind of like also odd and different at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, but um, they made it seem like Jesus, the real Jesus was this strict God that this mm -hmm. God that just didn't play around, you know, and again, that spirit is running rampant mm -hmm. today. That's what is so sad that I experienced this so many years ago, you know, and that spirit is still in existence today. Mm -hmm. Um, it is sad though that we that the body of Christ doesn't take the time to study the word of God, mm -hmm. to get to know God for themselves right. as an individual, um, instead of just, you know, listening to what their pastors right. say. I know a lot of people that go to church today that um hear a pastor, you know, preach or minister and teach the word and don't even open their open Bible, the Bible. Right. you know, to verify that what he or she is yeah, saying is right. the truth, you know, or don't go home later on and search the scriptures out for yourself, you know? And, that, and that's good because that goes back to what you were asking when it comes to babes in Christ. And um, as someone that taught teens at one point, mm -hmm. the one thing that I always drove home was personal relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not religion. It's always relationship. That's and it. there are, for uh, there's something called spiritual formation. And within that spiritual formation, there are different steps that you take mm -hmm. when it comes to building yourself personally, how you build yourself with other people, and how the body comes together corporately. Mm -hmm. So within that personal development, it's all about accepting personal responsibility yes. for Bottom where you line. are in yeah. Christ. So Bottom it's line. focusing on your personal studies, uh, like digging in your Bible, your mm -hmm. prayer time, meditating on the Word of God, and fasting. So it's all about being accountable to who you are in you your relationship with God. Hey. So, you are my kind of people. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so it's, it's all about taking all personal right. responsibility. So you, you have be saved to. all day yeah. and it. be in the church all day. But just because you're in the church doesn't mean that you have that personal connection with God. Right. And that's where a lot of us fall off. Yeah. So it's right. just keeping those, those daily practices that, that'll, that'll keep you connected with God, that'll keep you in tune with 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 God and kind of help to veer you away from those pitfalls mm -hmm. in those situations. I, I like to be and fair. You know, I don't like to to uh, claim malicious intent. Um, just just off the off the cuff. Just immediately right. say right. say right. someone's trying to run a cult or someone's no. trying to brainwash right. you. Right. I think some people and like the people you describe when I asked what the motive was, it sounds like some people are thoroughly convinced of their belief. Right. And it's their religion. Their their um the basis of their religion. Um, and, and their practice is is the, is compelling them to do it. Um, I guess I guess um I want to give a little room to pastors that honestly make mistakes, mm -hmm. but it is a mistake. And I think all you know, babes in Christ believers should know that anyone that keeps you from the scriptures, right, is doing right. you harm. Right. Anyone that tells you you right. can't read it is doing you harm. Right. And right. If, if you're tr a true teacher and a true pastor. Right. And you're you're in the word. Right. It, you should be overjoyed when right, someone right. listening goes right. to the scriptures right, for, right. Themselves for themselves to take right. it further. Mm -hmm. right. But when there's uh it, when you're unsettled or when you're you're compelling them to stay away from it on their own, um, that's a red flag that yes. at least something it's not it's not good. Something it's right. it's right. against it's against and God. That's the truth. You know? right. And that's yeah. the truth. But um I must say that it's not like this pastor, it's not like they 
kept us away from the word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think what the what what the enemy did is he just had them misinterpret right. yeah. the word. Frame your that's understanding. Always, that's yeah. always the goal and which of is the always enemy. the goal right. of the right. enemy. There yeah. you go. It is yeah. always the goal of the enemy. Yeah. Um, I would also like to say that we all have a responsibility. And I think that in a whole, the body of Christ has also become very lazy mm -hmm. in their responsibility. You know, yeah. um, we have a responsibility again, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, um, to study again, to study the word of God, to, you know, to open our Bibles, to, um, to go to church, to learn and to become involved, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, you know, as well as, as well as the pastor, you know, but for the most part, we, we, it's just like school, the school system now. It's like parents send their children to school and make it the teacher's responsibility mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, for when it comes to your children. But it's right. like, no, their responsibility is to teach your child yeah. for however many hours, yeah. you know, that mm -hmm. they are at school, but not to raise them. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. your responsibility right. as the parent. Right. And so we now live in a, you know, in a society where, you know, I hear people say at church sometimes, I hear people say, oh, well, I come to church or I know God based on my mom because, you know, um, my mom went to church and so now I do go, you know, but there, mm -hmm. there should be a more valid reason, you know, and a more deeper reason why you do know. Mm -hmm. You should be going to church and when you even join a church, you should be led to join that church. You mm -hmm. don't join a church because your parents were members of that church yeah. or anything like that, mm -hmm. but you should join because the Holy Spirit has drawn you to that church yeah. because that pastor has something. You know, the reason why God would draw you to a specific church or whatever is because that leader has something to offer you. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to the word, either it's for you to grow in certain areas of your lives and all of that, but I think we've become so lax when it comes to our responsibility. And yeah. so now we don't know the word of God like we need to know it. And so we cannot even uh, detect when the enemy is saying X, Y, and Z. Because, again, all we know is that when we do go to church, we hear the word of God. Um, and that's about, you know, that's about it coming from the pastor's mouth and all of that. But we do no further studies and no further, you know, um, inquiry when it comes to, you know, who mm -hmm. this God is that we're serving. You know, we professing that we are saved and that we're Christians and all of that. But what's the lifestyle of a Christian? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, do you even know, you know, how can you be single living in a world that, you know, that has all these different things that counteracts your, you know, your singleness as yeah. a safe, you know, yeah. Yeah. As, as, as a safe Christian. You know, yeah. and so I think we're, 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 we're really lacking in that. And we cannot, again, we're not blaming pastors. You know, we're right. not blaming them because again, they do have a job. And I do believe like you were saying, Keith, that, um, when a per when a person, it doesn't even have to be a pastor, when a person believe in their belief, mm -hmm. you know, it's just right. like, I mean, the terrorists, yeah. the terrorists, yeah. it's like yes. they believe yep. that what they're doing is right, right. Yeah. you know? And so you die for it, yep. you know, you die for what you believe, yep. you know? Yeah. And that's the same um, emphasis that we need to take when it comes to Jesus Christ himself. Right. So it's like, if I believe in Christ, then you want to get to know all about why you believe in, you know, in who he is mm -hmm. and what's required of you, you know, um, from God and, you know, what his word is saying about your life. Right. I, I have a question. Yes. Um, as a, as a, and it's probably more, I think your answer hopefully will, will kind of warn the new convert, the babe, mm -hmm. um, was, was going back to, going back to the church that you were in, 
looking back at it, do do you do you see any commonality with uh, you? Um, any commonality with you and the other members of the church? And I, I know you mentioned that many of them were they were actually married, right? But they were then separated, correct, from their husband, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you? Like similarities that could have made you vulnerable. Is that Absolutely. It? That made yeah. all of you be a part of that particular. That's a good question. That particular ministry. Our thirst for Jesus. Our thirst mm-hmm. for Christ. Wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our thirst for Christ. Every one of them. Wow. Thirst for Christ. And that's what you heard, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there, there's some that have, again, that are no longer there. And we, you know, keep in touch with each other. Mm-hmm. And what, but that was the common, you know, wow. the common goal mm-hmm. was our thirst for Christ. And so they wow. used that thirst. Yes, they did. To yes. To manipulate, yeah. you know, to dominate. Wow. And to control. So what wow. would you, what would, so what would you tell the, the new the new, the new, ver- the, the babe, mm-hmm. what to look out for, you know, because you're excited about Christ. You're just, right. you're just kind of coming to this thing. Yes. You're, 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 mm. you're coming in contact, whether it's a pastor or another Christian, right. but you're coming in contact with people that get you excited about Christ. Right. And they know more than you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're right. hanging on right. to every word. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell that person? Well, wow. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would like to say, though, is, again, study the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Go to God for yourself. You might think because you are a babe and you don't know how to go to God, mm-hmm. you don't even believe that He will answer your prayers or any of that um, or anything of that sort, but still go to Him mm-hmm. because He is the one that created us. Mm-hmm. And he knows all about us. He knows just where you are as a babe that you are. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he will be the one to lead and guide you. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit at that time, when you go to him, because you still have part of his spirit in you, Mm -hmm. not the fullness of it, you will still know when it is him and when it's not him. Mm -hmm. Because the Spirit of God has just that kind of way on how to lead in God and how to prevent us and how to stop us in our tracks, mm-hmm. you know, from even, you know, going Uh-oh. any further. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So um, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, presume, um, but is that some, some of the message or, or what, what the reader will get from your, the book you're, you have in front of you? Yes. So can you what, tell us a little so, bit about that? What the reader will get is I talked about my life before Christ. Um, yeah, I talked about my life before Christ. I talked about um, basically, I gave a scenario about shopping at Walmart. You know, because you know, I don't know about you all, but I love I love Walmart, and so. <laughs> and um, I know people who just go there just to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> they know they're gonna see I, someone that they know. I had friends from New York. I think Joanne will be there. See, I had friends from New York years ago that was like, "So, what do you guys do for fun?" I said, "They go hang out at Walmart." <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what oh I was going goodness. when I first moved here because it's like you can go there, you can get full tires underwear. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, your prescriptions all under right. the same roof. Right. Right. That's it. It's right. almost like a one stop shop, you yeah. know? And um, I think with, with um, the gist of what a person will get from this book is from different aspects of, of life, relationship, um, et cetera. Um, I do want to highlight that in spite of everything that any of our lives can even go through or experience, mm -hmm. the key is not to ever give up. That's the key. Don't ever throw in the towel. Don't ever get to a point and place and believe that God doesn't love you because he loves us just that much. He loves us more than we can even fathom and understand. Um, so the scenario that I, you know, that I talked about is my husband and I was in Walmart one day and, um, this young lady with the, you know, can of green beans showed us where it was. I went and purchased one of the um, 50 cent, you know, can of, you know, green, green beans. My husband went and got a can. He didn't want to purchase the one from the, you know, from inside of the damaged goods bin. Uh, he wanted to get his off the shelf mm -hmm. to make sure that it was good stuff that he was going to get, <laughs> you know? And so... Um, uh, we both, when we got home and, um, you know, we wanted to make sure cause he just didn't believe that, you know, my can, that mm -hmm. the content of my can was, you know, as good as his <laughs> <laughs> and we got home and opened the can and all of that. He opened his first and, you know, of course looks good, beautiful green. And, uh, then I opened mine and the truth was, is that mine was just as beautiful as his was. The content of mine was excellent. But my can was dented. Mm -hmm. The label had been ripped off. Mm -hmm. And so in spite of what transpires to our physical life, right. the devil cannot touch your spirit. Mm -hmm. And our spirit, man, is the real person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we want to be careful. We, I caution people to really take time to study the word of God, mm -hmm. get to know about this God that we profess to be, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, that is our Lord and savior. Um, just don't know him for the stuff. Don't know him. Don't, don't, don't get to know God for the goods, right. you know, know him for who he really is and what he is to us. Um, be careful of, um, I also caution people to be careful of, you know, uh, people that wants to lure you away and draw you away, you know, from the faith, mm -hmm. because everybody has a, everybody has their own interpretation of what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. It seems like everyone interpretation is just so different other than what the word of God is actually, you know, is actually saying. And so how do you know which one is the right interpretation? Mm -hmm. The thing is, again, just stay right there. Just stay in the word of God. You I, th know? I think that's powerful that, you know, the, the green bean story, because I think many of us have been broken and beaten and, and, and kicked, you know, and ripped apart. Right. But I think even though you may not be top shelf, you're still on the shelf. You better mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. I, think, that's good. I think that's 
Now, that's excellent because, and that's the truth. Because they, listen. And we're still on the shelf because. God is the one who stocks the show. I was getting ready to say. <laughs> I was the, getting God ready to say. Person. He is the yeah. manufacturer of this yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and the thing is, is that no one determines mm -hmm. who you are but him. Yeah. Because he was yeah. the one that created us, and he was the one that, you know, I mean, mapped out our purpose, mm -hmm. the plan mm -hmm. for our lives. Yeah. So in spite of how we may see a person, again, how he see it is totally different. Because we tend to judge based on what we see from the outside, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. from the onset. But God judges based on the heart, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, and that's why we got to get to know about him. Yeah. We got to get to know about him mm -hmm. and not so much about the messenger, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. um, I was yeah. in, um, I was in we, we, my husband and I just got back from Norway, Europe. And um, they asked me to introduce myself because this is my first time, but this is his second time, you know, going. He had a huge concert there. And when they introduced me, I, you know, started out with um, with uh, talking about Philippians 1 and 6. You know, he which has begun a good work in you will perform mm -hmm. it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ and kind of gave, you know, a little synopsis of that, you know, what that means. And they just became so excited and whatever. And at the end of the concert, one of the young ladies came to me and she was like, she said, you really didn't say anything much about yourself like, other than, you know, other than your name, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and so she was like, I really honor you. She said, because you talked about God mm -hmm. more than you can ever talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's another way on how we can also You've done that today. Mm -hmm. You've done that today. We'll <laughs> <laughs> to point that out, you know. Excellent. Wow. Thanksgiving. Excellent. 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 You know, that's another way in how you can also detect. Yeah. You know, because it's not about us. Right. It's right. absolutely not. We are only vessels that God used. Right. God's honest truth. This is her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we are only vessels <laughs> that God used. <laughs> <laughs> She, she, she came looking for photography services. Yeah. And we're having a church service down yeah. in those days. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there like this. I'm like, yo, yo, this, this is crazy. It's a real, real deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this, is, yeah. this is awesome. Mm -hmm. wow. you know? mm -hmm. Well, um, just where, where can anyone watching or listening, where can they find your book? How can they get hold of your book? Right now, they can actually purchase it on my website at uh, drkarenhutchins.com. Okay. You can also call the office at 302-734-4500. Uh, you can go uh, to my Instagram page at uh, K Hutchins Ministries um, to you know to get you a copy. You can also um, uh, email us from damage to destin at gmail.com to you know to purchase it or stop by frontline ministries of dover delaware and you'll be able to you know purchase a copy of the book i promise you it will bless your life we also mm -hmm. talked about um how my husband and i you know actually met and you know the length of time that it took um before we said i do um and again it's like 
you don't, you know, for the young ladies, the, the single young ladies that are out there, you don't just meet a guy and you go right into sleeping with them and, yeah. you know, and all mm -hmm. of that stuff. No, there is there is different phases to dating. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. my husband and I, we were married in three months and um, it was definitely ordained and destined by God because uh, we... We made 19 years last, you know, in 2018. Wow. We've been mm -hmm. married 19 years, and it's nobody but God who has yes. kept us. Right. Yeah. And uh, again, it all that God has done from the foundation of the world, from the beginning of my life to where we are today, um, it is just nobody but him who has kept us in, you know, to do all the different things that we are doing today in ministry. It was for today. It was for right. now. Mm -hmm. It was for now. It was yeah. definitely for now. And so this book, I started writing it in 2008. And um, again, God did not allow it. I remember back then he told me that um, I had not lived enough mm -hmm. chapters, you know, to write the book. Right. And so I believe this is just perfect, perfect, perfect timing of God with so many things that's going on in our world. Yeah. So many people being led astray. I am grateful that God allowed me to live to tell this testimony because yeah. so many people that have been through the occult ministry and churches are yeah. no longer alive today right. because they were actually, you know, carried away right. with that. And so the Bible warns us of all of these though. So that's why when we study Again, the Bible is there. The word of God is there as our roadmap, you know, mm -hmm. that tells us about nothing is strange and nothing is different. It's in the word of God. It's mm -hmm. in the word. We just don't know it because we don't take time to study it. Yeah. And that's why many are lost. What yeah. would you, that's um, why many are. what would you, I definitely want to get, if you have like a um, final word of advice, you've, you've given ample evidence and advice to the listener that either is in that position or has family in that position. Um, but going back to uh, Catholicism, I tend to pick on Catholicism sure. a little bit. Um, <laughs> sure. But I found your perspective very unique and okay. the information you, you brought from it. Um, what, do, I mean, anything further to say, because uh, I think that was the first cult or error, you know, incorrect faith that you found yourself in that you right. that you got out of right um what would you say to our catholic brothers and sisters you know to bring to their attention that this is not the faith of jesus christ wow that's good um christ jesus christ is the one that gave his life mm -hmm. for us mm -hmm. and so that's first and foremost what a Catholic, you know, religion, what the Catholic religion uh, or a person that is a, is, a, is a part of the Catholicism should mm -hmm. understand mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is the one that gave his life. Yeah. Sure, we honor and we do reverence Mary mm -hmm. as his mother, mm -hmm. but again, he is the, you know, he is the one that we must, um, that we must acknowledge and um, get to know Jesus Christ for yourself so that you can know what your end is going to be mm -hmm. because where you are right now in Catholicism, you're not really being taught. You don't even, you don't, you don't even know um, all that you need to know when it comes to the purpose and plan for your life, why you even exist, mm -hmm. why you're even, why you were even placed here on earth. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know. Right. I didn't have a clue. I didn't have the slightest idea. And so only when, 
<laughs> you were still in the club. <laughs> I was still in the club. Again, okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. I was in the club. And on Sunday morning, I will go and confess my sins to the priest. Yep. Which is good. I I believe in that. I believe in that. Confess your faults, you know, one to another. But that's what the word says, confessing one to another. Um, I don't know who he was confessing his sins to, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, But again, that Sunday night, I was back out in the club. But um, yeah, and it was only until I came to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior Mm -hmm. is when I came to the knowledge there's a difference between confession and repentance. Yeah. And there Absolutely. is. Yeah. It's a major Absolutely. difference. Yeah. But yeah, it was it. only yeah, until... Yeah. There you go. I ain't going to stop doing it, it, but I did it. Okay. <laughs> there <we go>. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, me either. There's, there's the difference right there. You know. <laughs> right, right. So it was only until I confessed my sins and accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior mm-hmm. is when everything opened up. Mm-hmm. And now I can see you know, more clearly. And now I know, you know, um, I know why mm-hmm. my life exists and why, you know, why my existence. Um, I, I even know, I understand where I've been and I do have an idea where I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, because again, I'm not lost. Um, I don't pray to St. Peter, you know, um, stop, in the middle of the street because it, I mean, that that's a part of the, you know, Catholicism. It's like wherever there was a saint, you know, you, you had to stop and acknowledge, you know? And so I, I acknowledge Christ and him only, right. you know, I don't have to acknowledge Amen. those statues yeah. because mm-hmm. there's no life in a statue. Right. Right. A statue cannot do anything for us. Right. Remember you talking about the, the photo shoot you did, the uh, wedding? Were you getting ready to bring uh, that well, up? No, I was going to bring <laughs> that up. I, I, I was in a, I went to Italy with, with our pastor. This is about five years ago. Uh-huh. And we went to Rome, you know, uh, visiting. We, you know, we went to the Vatican. But when we were leaving, um, there was this display. Uh, it, it was an artistic display of, of statues. I think they were bronze at, at that. But it was uh, part of, the, uh, part of the, uh, the display was Jesus carrying uh Jesus carrying the cross, and his hand, one of his hands was stretched out. And this lady came past, as she was walking past that that statue, mm-hmm. and Jesus' hand was stretched out. She actually stopped, grabbed his hand, and and bowed down, you know, in the middle of the street. It just wow. came, came out, of, out, out of nowhere. Absolutely. I, I, I That's what just, they I do. Like, you know, my past was like, <laughs> what is she doing? She, she must think that that's God right there. You know, that, that's that Absolutely, you. right. And that's what we were taught. Yeah, I didn't know. Until that's you what just we were taught. Yes, that's what we were taught. That's what we were taught. Yes. And that's why the word says that um, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, right. you know, is yeah. going to enter in. Yep. You know, and why is because. There are too many that are prophesying in, in his name. Mm-hmm. There are too many that are casting out demons in his name. Mm-hmm. There are too many that are walking this earth in his name. But you're using the name of God, but mm-hmm. you're using it illegitimately. And, and the, uh, Illegally. It's, it's quite like people, 
People call me a false prophet too. I've never. <laughs> funny, you know. I've been called a warlock, a false prophet. I've been called a bunch of things. Um, when you when you put yourself out there, you know, I knew that once. You know, doing YouTube oh, and things like that. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. You know, absolutely. the weirdos come out. We're oh, working and oh, the name calling and stuff doesn't absolutely. bother me. Absolutely. Yeah. But that stuff doesn't bother me. I've never me claimed to be a prophet. I've never prophesied Thank anything. Thank you. Right. And if my teaching is incorrect, just just show me there and we can discuss it. Right. There you go. Um, but as far as the Papsy reason, I kind of you know joke about that. But as far as the Papsy is concerned, that's a quite literal reference. It's not like someone not liking what I say and say, oh, he's a false prophet or we do it mm -hmm. to whatever ministry. Sure. Um, they claim, the Papacy claims to be the vicar of Christ, the mm -hmm. replacement of Christ. Mm -hmm. They claim wow. to be Christ on earth. They claim to be the only God you'll mm -hmm. ever know. Wow. And some pastors okay. have, have adopted that. Like we talked about, you can't really get to God except through them. You can't understand yes. it except right. through them. Mm -hmm. But right. that came from Papacy. That came from the popes. And they... They sit in his seat. They, there's no more Christ in heaven. It's him on earth. Wow. You know, and that's the, the basis of their religion. And it's further, they canonize them as deities when they pass, just right. like they've done with right. the apostles. Gotcha. The apostles that's where the statue right. worship right. comes in. They've canonized wow. them basically to be deities, to be gods right. alongside right. God in heaven. Mm -hmm. And mm. kind of like with your um, wow. the, the members of your church coming to your door, like when you have such a heavy conviction, and an error has been taught, though. But right. it's like it's like what Paul said about the, the Jews. They have a zeal of God, but not according but not to knowledge. According to knowledge, it's not accurate. You know, right. that's it. Um, that's it. It's a quite that's literal it. reference that you know. Yeah. And I've often that's said it. I can't see anyone more guilty of the things the apostles warned against, except for uh, Rome, except for the uh, Catholicism. Right. They literally embody right. all of it. And that's yes. a scary yes. place to be. Yeah, yes. Um, yes. So anyway. And and no, but that's good. That's very good because again, that's just where we are in our society today, in our world mm -hmm. today, is that um I think the body of Christ just depends too much on leaders, on mm -hmm. the pastors, mm -hmm. you know, to feed them with the word of God, which that is uh that's what they've been it. called yeah. to yeah. do yeah. as leaders, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But they were not they're not God, right. you know. They're a guide. They're guide. There you go. Yeah. They are there. They were sent to lead and to guide us, you know. Um, the Bible, you know, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ, yep. you know. And so the thing is, is that, yes, uh, in spite of them being sent, you know, to give us the word of God, teach and lead and guide us and all of that, we don't put our dependency, all of our dependency shouldn't be on them. Mm -hmm. It should really be on the word of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus Christ is the one that sh should still be the, you know, the uh, force behind everything that we do and that mm -hmm. we hear, mm -hmm. you know, and that we live and abide by. Yeah. You know, he he's the master plan. He certainly mm -hmm. is the master plan. And um, I would love to see, you know, more people, um, you know, more, especially the young people. Uh, for some reason, the millennials today, I, I really, I pray hard enough for them. And I, oh my gosh, I mean, I love them so much, but it's just sad to see the direction that, you know, that many of them are going, mm -hmm. you know, because they, they, they've never, they don't experience or they won't experience some of the things that we have been through um, mm -hmm. because they're, their their focus or or put it this way their focus or their um they don't have any insight mm -hmm. to what's even going on it's it's almost like they're literally like clueless because of the education system mm -hmm. they've allowed scientific stuff to mm -hmm. take over as opposed to 
you know, God and Jesus Christ and the mm-hmm. spirit and, you know, the word of God, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's such a battle now fighting the spirit against the, you know, um, against what, you know, the scientific stuff, as far mm-hmm. as what they're being, what's being penetrated into yeah. them mm-hmm. and what's being, you know, I mean, shoved down their throat literally every day in school. Oh, yep. And so now that has become so much a part of them that, yeah. you know, when it comes to spiritual things and when it comes to the word of God, it's like, Oh, no, I don't really believe that or prove that to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, just, just, just all of that. And it, yep. it is very sad. Yep. And even, I think even sad. with the millennials too, like, um, well, that generation too, is that, um, I think like in life, there's no accountability. Like, so it's never their fault. They don't have to try hard. <laughs> like, you know, there's always a, a scapegoat or why I didn't do this and stuff like that too, which carries on into millennial Christians. And it's just like, there's no accountability. My pastor said do it. But it's like um, there's there's no drive and motivation to look yourself. Right. Because even right. if I'm wrong, my pastor told me to do it. Uh, it's somebody it. else's fault. Mm-hmm. That's oh, I don't it. have to really do there that. You like, go. you know, and all that stuff. You know? So I think That's that it. plays a part too. Yep. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're absolutely. right. Um there there's uh science is undermining the faith. Oh, and absolutely. it doesn't I wanna yeah. say there's nothing against like we I find myself in these conversations a lot there is science that is healthy that is good that yes. is, there's merit there's yes. you know um but there's a degree there's a lot of science was taught today is based on theories that have never been substantiated right absolutely yeah. and, and but the students isn't say, accurately yes. taught that i was gonna say right. we do take theories as facts yeah we oh, yeah. really do absolutely yes. and facts yes. are theories and right 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 we just did and and um you know i guess stay tuned you know as we as we put it out but a friend of mine that also does the podcast um, we did like six episodes, kind of mini episodes, just wow. dealing with uh, theism versus atheism. Oh, wow. And wow. what's what's really wrong with the discussion? What's wrong with the conversation? Because Christians and the, those, well, the, theism is not Christianity. Christianity are, are theists. We believe mm-hmm. in a God. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's many people that believe in a God, not just Christians. Right. So we tried to deal with the different arguments and kind of the, the flaws we see in the arguments and where we're not uh, conceding middle ground and, and what facts aren't really facts and um, not that we're, we're experts. We just yeah. saw a need and, and kind of like now we wanted gotcha. to kind of share to kind of reach some people, gotcha. but, but it, it's That's definitely it. goes overboard. It really does. And when the faith, when the, when, excuse me, when the, uh, when the scriptures, when the faith, the existence, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is washed over as a myth. Mm-hmm. When that's yes, not historically right. accurate, yes. right. you know, um, yes. you have you have Jewish Roman historian writing about Jesus Christ. Right. You have um, early Christian witnesses for like three hundred years before there ever was a Catholicism, which they blame it on Catholicism. Right. You have Roman writers. Mm-hmm. You have secular writers yeah. all writing about these same events. The Jews and the Romans, both in their writings, mm-hmm. claim to have killed a guy named Jesus. Right. For making himself God, yes. you know, so you have you have an abundance mm-hmm. of literary examples uh, to yes. pull from. Yeah, I was going to say, and, that, and it's documented. Whether and he's God documented. or not, we can discuss. Right. But the existence of a man that was crucified yeah. for yes. this reason it's is fact. historical it's fact. Yes. It's definitely and so. That's washed over as myth, wow. and then theories that are scientific theories that look, we can discuss and we can entertain and we can and and do experiments to see if they're right. right. But until you do, they're right. theories, right. Yes. but they're facts, you know. <laughs> Um, the millennials, even, even I'm, I age slightly out of being a millennial. I'm 35 now. 
Oh, um, so I just missed you. that age. Yeah. Um, I was about to say. <laughs> oh, well, bless you. <laughs> bless the Lord, you know. Um, but no, no. Um, Aging but gracefully. I'm not quite. But <laughs> yes. that uh, it's it's the Lord. It's it's peace. It's joy. Know, it's a good wife. It. A good wife. A good home. But growing up through the same kind of time as the set, the generation behind me did, um, I know when you come out, you, you, you really come out with a view that you know, the whole God thing is nonsense. It's cool if you want to believe in it, but it's right. not really, yeah. it's not real. Right. You know, we have no reason to believe that. And it's quite the mm. opposite. And I, I, I don't want to get into it. The, the videos no, on but that, that is good. kind of get into wow. you know, whether or not we were created, if there wow. really is a God. Right. Um, so hopefully that does what we attempted to do. And, um, so I thought it was interesting. You no, went there, that's you know, it is an issue. It's a real issue. It, it, How it is can you bring them to Christ if they're being educated right. Right. that there was no Christ and that right. there probably isn't a God? Right. Yeah. Right. Or you are God. It's an uphill battle. Yeah. Right. That's another one. Yeah, that's you are God. And popular. right now, you're right. Yeah, that's that's another yeah, one. You are God. One. Yeah, I, I have to. I certainly have to. And that's why, you know, I tell, I share with people, God have need of us. He have need of us. Um, we God have need of us. You know, our hands. We need to be God's hands, His mm -hmm. feet. You know, His mouthpiece uh, to spread the gospel because the enemy is doing a very good job. Yeah. You know, getting his people, you know, uh, getting those theories and different, you know, information out there. And I mean, they're all over the place. Yep. But again, God really have need of us. And so it behooves us to no longer just sit and be quiet, mm -hmm. you know, and just keep, you know, receiving and hearing the word of God and not be doers of the word and, you know, not spreading the gospel and not sharing it with our families and friends. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, it, mm -hmm. it, it behooves us, you know, um, yeah. to move upon that, you know, but I don't think we're really doing it because again, for the most part, I think there are even some people that are ashamed of, you know, the gospel. Mm -hmm. They really mm -hmm. are. No. Some people are ashamed of their testimony. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, we don't even have a clue how many people that our testimonies will, you know, will be a blessing yeah. to yeah. and help. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so, um, yeah, we, we, we got to. We definitely have to be better kingdom citizens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to become better kingdom citizens. I like it. Yes. <laughs> I we need like to be it. better kingdom citizens. I like it. Yeah, so I really am most grateful you know, first of all, to Terry that I met, and oh, wow. um, mm -hmm. this guy blew my mind away with his photography. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! That was an you, you guys did a bang up. Well, the three of you did a bang up job <laughs> yeah. on the cover, and you know, on the book. Yeah. Wow. I was commenting on it earlier this morning. Mm -hmm. Wow! Um, I really, really thank him. Yeah. I just really amazing. thank Terry. No, I think um, you know, looking me up. I, I think it was uh, uh, Olivia. Olivia, who, there who you go. It, yes, you're right. So I really do. Yes, I really thank Olivia for you know for connecting us and um and this young lady right here I cannot even say enough you know about Nicole Nicole is phenomenal and she has yet to be discovered you know by the right people you know by the right people you and Nicole does such phenomenal job that yeah. it's going to take the right people to discover you and it's going to happen it definitely is going to happen a lot of time we end up in places a lot of time we end up in places and areas that you know because they don't understand 
you know, um, our gifts and our talent, you know, they take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's looked upon like, you know, like it's, it's devalued. I want to yeah, say mm-hmm. uh, is the word that I want to use. But again, God does have the right people that will find you right where you are. Just continue to be faithful and doing what you're doing at the highest level of excellence because you're not just representing yourself and your business. You're representing the King of Kings. Yeah, I and uh, and I just thank God for meeting the both of you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think you guys, you know, are wow. such a wonderful couple just from, you know, observation. Seem like you compliment each other here. Yes. No. Yeah, and I think that is really, really great <laughs> just to see from, you know, you know, from that perspective. So thank you so, so, so very much again. I, I don't know. I think we have to thank her for more yeah. than um, <laughs> she, I, I just... I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm at not a, not a loss of words. You'll never catch me at a loss of words. That's, <laughs> That's why I got this mic sitting in front of me. Um, but I am amazed, and I did have to point out in in the podcast, you know, earlier that, um, you know, when you spoke, you know, overseas, and you didn't talk about yourself. You know, you talked about God. You were in the scriptures. Um, I I had to point out, and I still stand by that. That that's all we've heard is someone who is magnifying God, not to speak sanctified or, you know, um, but you are exalting God perpetually and, Mm -hmm. and the scriptures, the, the, the standard of the scriptures Mm -hmm. is, is phenomenal to me. I'll tell, I will tell you honestly, that if you, if you listen to our podcast, you're going to find many areas where we differ. And if we continue to sit here and talk, you're going to find many areas where Mm -hmm. we may disagree, but I'm going to tell you that just, just by sitting here, um, I know God is with you. Yeah. So any of those areas, and that's that's part of like we man we we've had some hot seat yeah. conversations here oh, yeah. where we really? don't agree. You know, wow. but you see, we're sitting here now. It's my brother. You know, sure, um, absolutely. So man, I'll say that it was a it's a pleasure to meet you. Wow. And and I I'll just say, man, Same I know here. God's with you. You know. Same here. So um anyway, I, I like wow. I don't know. In, in spite of that, that's what you don't see in the faith. Mm-hmm. And and I, I'll say I didn't get it, and maybe why I want to do this. What encouraged me to to wow. make this platform? Thank you. Um, thank God. I, I don't for know, you. man. Um, we thank God for you. Your yeah. ministry is needed. Mm-hmm. It's definitely needed. Yes, it's definitely needed. <laughs> I'm like, all right, next, next. Now what? Let's talk about something else. Um, um, no, I don't think um, our our relationships are are based on. Um, I don't know. I was sitting down with another brother on the podcast sure. and we were talking about um, the faith, you know, okay. religious error, sure. um, even some interpretations of the scriptures and, and the reliability of scripture. You know, there's some mm-hmm. controversy there. And I said, well, you know, if you don't mind me asking, do you believe, cause he was raised in church, kind of went away, came back, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I said, do you believe Jesus Christ is Lord and savior? And he said, yeah. Oh yes, I do. Okay. Well, you're my brother. Right. You know, the, right. the rest, right. you know, falls right. to the wayside, right. you know, right. we'll, we'll work on the rest yeah. of it, sure. you know, and there that's why, like I said, mm-hmm. man, all I've heard um, is Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you wow. know, that's all I've heard, and wow. I, I want to pay that compliment, and also uh, caution you wow. if you continue to listen to the podcast, because <laughs> 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 we have some crazy, radical, yeah. radical uh, wow. conversations, wow. views, wow. and fringe. none of them are derogatory, <laughs> none of them are sure. disrespectful. Which is good. Um, Thank you. So anyway, yeah. I not only respect you, but I love you. You know, oh, so I'm I glad to have you, you here. I yeah. love you too. So, I love you man, too, it was a, it was a pleasure. You know, wow. I, don't, I don't know. I was just, 
You got me talking here at the end. <laughs> but now, I was now enjoying. Now you understand why I said I'd rather be a fly on the wall because I right. get this all the time. So just right. to be able to listen, yeah. and it never gets old. Yeah. I, I've yeah. been with their ministry for what? Already be 16, 16 in October. So it's at, yeah. at least like four, 13, 14 years. Yeah, I was going to wow. say at least wow. 13, 14. So to be able to get it on a Sunday and a Tuesday, and then as we grew, like as the Lord brought us together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For us to work, to be yes. able, I mean, like to just build a relationship and to yeah. get this on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, man, I don't really have to talk much, but just to be able to be a fly on the wall between <laughs> right. her and her husband, I mean, I, I get so much from it. So mm -hmm. that's why I, I really didn't want to be at the table because it's like <laughs> you have these great minds in the room. Yeah. Let, let me just glean. <laughs> let, let me glean. Yeah. I don't know if that's how people feel when they come over our house. I don't know. It's an interesting experience. I, I would say. Wow. I, I would say that. Well, I have um, a passion. Uh, my passion for God again is because of all the things that is because of what He's been, who He is, and what He's been to my life and in my life. I am totally, completely sold out to Him. My whole life is dependent upon Him. Um, so I don't play around. Yeah. I don't play around. I don't get caught up in the nonsense. It's because again, I need God to do what, you know, I need him to do. You know, when I open my mouth and pray, I'm expecting answers because mm -hmm. again, um, because of our faithfulness to him, mm -hmm. you know, um, a brief testimony, my husband actually, um, dealt with kidney failure. Yeah, some yeah. years ago, and um, and I'm just so grateful because, again, if there's some people, again, that doesn't believe in the existence of God, but he does exist because um, it was nobody but God that raised my husband up from death's door. Um, through, you know, through kidney failure, he was on dialysis and the whole bit and all of that, and... Um, uh, it was like almost 30 people, you know, 30 people consented from mm -hmm. the church. And uh, I was one of the 10. I was one of the 30. Mm -hmm. So they did like three, uh, three increments of 10, you know, group of people to actually go get tested. But they couldn't even, they didn't even get to the first full 10 people. Uh, just, I think it was like three or four out of the first 10. And I was one of those people. It was like he had three matches. They found three matches out of the wow. first 10. Um, so a couple of us had to go back. They had to run some additional tests and all of that. And, um, and just so happened that I would be become the highest match. Mm -hmm. So they would actually go utilize me to, you know, to donate my husband a kidney mm -hmm. because they would only go with the person, you know, that was the highest match. And so almost four mm -hmm. years, it's about four years ago now, uh, and June 24th. His wife and I, wife. yes. Yeah. And from the islands. And so, you know, the um, right. the yeah. surgeon actually told us that I was one in 2.5 million to have uh, to have been a match because as it is, I'm from the island and I'm not even a part of his, you know, mm -hmm. right. his lineage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he the 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 transformation of the kidney, you know, the um, everything went well, Every, everything went well. Um uh, once he received the kidney, um, immediately, I mean, he was completely off dialysis because there are times when, you know, you would still have to go back on dialysis and whatever, but he was completely off dialysis and just, I think what, I'm not even sure if it was maybe an hour or so later, he flatlined. Okay. 
Yeah, he flatlined because of fluid built up in his lungs. Um, and he was drowning in his own fluid from the fluid, you know, that they use uh, for the kidney. And um, he flatlined, and it was nobody but God. Nobody but God. And I remember at that time with the Holy Spirit ministered to me. I was, I'm there in the room when about 13, you know, doctors and surgeons came in my room and told me that, you know, they had lost my husband. Mm. And I stood up, sat up in, my, in, in the bed and told him that he cannot die. Mm. Those, were the, those were the words that I spoke, that he cannot die because God is not finished with him yet. Mm. And um, before I could even speak it, out of my mouth to have the nurse to bring a wheelchair, to put me in a wheelchair and take me down to his room, she brought the wheelchair. I didn't even have to speak it. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost was speaking to me and I'm paying keen attention, you know, to what he is saying. I, people are in the room, doctors and whatever, but I'm not paying them any attention. I'm just totally focused and zoom into, you know, the spirit of God. And, uh, making sure that I was going to do everything according to, you know, what he was speaking. And so, um, and uh, she brought the wheelchair. I got in the wheelchair and she specifically told me, whatever you do, do not get up out of this wheelchair and all of that. And just so happened one of the um, ministers that was in the room at that time had a small bottle of uh, oil, a portion of the oil that my husband had prayed over, Mm. I think a week or so ago um, prior to, you know, to the event happening. Mm. And um, she, I asked her, I said, you know, do you have any oil? And she was like, yeah. So she gave me the oil and I anointed him. And um, as a matter of fact, prior to getting in the room where he was in, uh, in ICU, getting off the elevator, the Holy Spirit told me, do not look on his countenance. Mm. And it's because he was already dead. So the Holy Spirit didn't want anything of that nature to be able to even deter me from doing what I needed to do or distract me in any way. And so um, when I got in there, I know I was told not to get up, but I do remember getting up and laying hands on him. Again, at this time, he was was dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was dead. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I remember getting weak is when I actually sat down and I asked the minister, you know, to actually, you know, to pray. And she prayed and uh, we rebuked death. We rebuked all of that. When we got finished, the Holy Spirit said, okay, tell everyone we've done what we, you know, came to do. And um, in 24 hours, God was going to, you know, revive him. And it was way less than some 24 hours. And I'll never forget when they came and they told us. And they said that even if he did survive it, the surgeon came back and said, if he did survive it, that he was going to be brain damaged. And this day, my husband is walking around. I mean, he's there you go. There you go. So that's why I that's why I love him, because what I prayed and and asked him from the beginning is what he has done Mm -hmm. and what he's still doing this day. Mm -hmm. So trust God. Trust God with everything. He's the only one that will not let you down. He won't let you down. We're about to have church. He's the God of his his word. So thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. We are are, um, about it time. Yes. But that's if there is a, a good way to end. Yeah. We are all about yeah. testimonies, yeah. you know. So it was a, we had to squeeze a, an, an additional one in there. 
Um, man, I just can't thank you enough for your contribution for you know today to the listeners to everyone. Um, get the book, in case that wasn't uh, clear. Get yes. the book. She has a, a phenomenal story, um, and we will uh, link in the descriptions. You know okay. where they can find the book, the sure. website, and everything. Sure. How they can get thank in you. touch with you and, and your church. And thank you. Um, anything in closing? Anyone? No, I. I well, I, I said no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's crazy. Nah, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to know both of you, Nicole. Yeah. Um, same here. Absolutely, oh, same here. You're a phenomenal woman of God, and thank um, God for it. Like I said, when, when we, when we met down there, I knew that there was something special about you, and wow. now I know what it is. It really is mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and that's what makes. That's what makes us brothers and sisters. That's what makes us family. That's what makes us love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think, Absolutely. you know, Keith said something a moment ago, and he said, I, I love you. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear that. No, you don't. Often <laughs> enough <laughs> in the church. Or, no, you, you don't. Know, you don't even hear it in the world. Yes. Right. You know, you only hear it yes. within household. Yes. Um, but I, I can honestly say that that I love you as well. I love you yes. too. I love all of us. Yes, oh. yes. I love you too. But, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy soundboard. You know? <laughs> but no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be immature at your moment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Grab the Kleenex. I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm absolutely excited yes. for, for what what you have contributed to yes. the body of Christ and what you're you. going to contribute to the body of Christ. Um, I, I know God is, has even greater things in store uh, for you and the ministry, and I, I just truly want to thank you once again for bringing me on just to be a part of yes. this. But Absolutely. To, you, you did know, a phenomenal a job. This journey with you, yes. you know, all together. I'm awesome most experience. humbled. Yeah. I'm most humble that you were part yeah. of the journey. Awesome experience. Yes. Yeah. Definitely yeah. great. Meeting you both. I don't oh, mean I don't here. talk much. You can't tell. <laughs> um, so, but I do always have a lot to say. I just don't mm-hmm. talk much. So, um, like just to to meet you too. Um, I don't run into too many women that actually sounds bad, but speaks legitimately. Like, speaks from the word. Speaks Bible. Um, it, I, not to shade women, but it's sure. usually like a lot based off emotion and how they wow. feel. Wow. Opposed to um. You know what the Bible actually says, wow. so to, it's refreshing, you know, wow. to to meet you too, to know you too. I mean, I would love to like hang out with you too. I'm an absolutely. Old I said you guys. Old old yeah. so, it's not too many people that want to hang out with me. What you see is what you get. So yeah, we we're good. Yeah, we're good. No clubs. No clubs. No with the clubs. No, 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 no. My bones. See, my bedtime is like ten o'clock now. Right, right, right. Broncos days. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm blessed to know you. So yes, thank, same you. Here. thank you, same thank here. you, thank you, and I love you as well. Thank you. Yes. I think this has been Acts two and forty two. Okay. I think thank that's you. what this was. <laughs> so, um, thank you for listening. Um, again, if you're listening, check it out on YouTube, Acts two and forty two dot com, and we'll link um, your website again. It's Dr. Karen Hutchins dot com. Dr. Karen Hutchins dot com. Great, and we'll link that below. Um, Thank you for listening, watching, uh, however you found us. And uh, this is Acts 242.